Hey guys, Bryant here. I uh, hope everybody got to listen to uh, part one of two of our interview with Wyatt Wilson last week. This week, we're going to be doing part two of two. Uh, you know, just uh, it wasn't really an interview, I don't guess you could say. It's just, just more of uh, us sitting around and uh, sitting around the table and just, just talking, hashing it out like a bunch of buddies. And, and, and that's uh, basically what we did. Uh, part two is going to be a little shorter. Uh, you know, we talk about some things uh, and we'll we talk about some things. And if you'll stay the course uh, after the end of the interview, I want to readdress some things that were said uh kind of put an update to that i guess you could say so stick around for that guys we'll get right after it Wyatt wilson part two where we left off we're gonna go into um going to reintroduce that we're a wildcat this weekend um now that y'all got candy in your mouth i know right I'm yeah going, i didn't i didn't think that one through I that's why either. i said no yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit you're gonna fuck just tear the table out <laughs> and take the whole table out all right guys we like i said we are here at wildcat off-road park in east bernstadt kentucky and uh you know, we talked in the last episode. We tried to record some stuff at Windrock, uh, but the wind got so bad down there we didn't get to use it. And one of the things we done was we kind of talked about what of our most memorable uh, event was or moment or whatever at at uh, at Windrock, and they were some really good ones. And I'm I'm pretty sad you guys didn't get to hear that, but we'll we'll rehash that next time we're there. So. What we're going to do right now is uh, we'll kind of go around the table and everybody can tell their favorite or most memorable or whatever uh, event, story, race, run, whatever from from this park. Uh, you got to be from this park? Yeah, let's do it from here. Okay. Let's do it from here. Well, I'll go first, and if we're doing it from this park. Do it from here. Yeah. All right, well, then I, my memory's not so good, so I'm only going to go back a year. And it was Dan and I. It was Dan and I in the VIN class. When, yes. You know, $700 Cherokee bought on a Wednesday. Uh, you know, brought home, painted on a Thursday or so. Went Thursday early. Put a front draft shaft in it and brought it down here and raced it and won. I mean, that's probably the most fun I've actually had racing. You all look like you enjoyed yourselves thoroughly. <clears throat> I threatened to ride with Dan today in his Jeep. But oh, you I, definitely should have. I, I got scared. It 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 is exciting and i feel really bad because Wyatt had his jeep not even like 72 hours before we raced it and he, you can still smell the paint he got this oh, thing sure. put back together like i guess it was was it running when you got it or absolutely we drove okay. it on the trailer okay so you drove it on the trailer I drove to you, cincinnati and got this thing after so, we talked at winrock and we were like yeah, i was we like were, ah you know, we were sitting by the fire. I was like, man, you know, I'll tell you what I wanted to do. I saw this Jeep Cherokee of the night on Craigslist or on Marketplace. It's thinking right. about buying it. You're like, dude, if you do that, seriously, we will definitely race that. Yeah, and we we did. But, like, you, you won up me because, like, 72 hours later, you have stickers, have done a full paint job on this beast. Yeah, we rolled that on pretty fast. Throw, we threw harnesses in there at the, at, yeah. at the parking lot. 
Yeah, and that was and, all Rock Life sponsored yeah, harnesses. Yeah, Rock Life threw some some yeah. harnesses. Super Grip threw some tires. Yep. Put them on there, and we wheeled that beast into first place that weekend. And that, so that's you. You stole my my most memorable moment. That's why I went first. Yeah. Oh, I now, appreciate now that. you're gonna have to think. Yeah. Well, so. And I mean, you know, the only, the really, the real credit went to you anyways, because like the first, you know, I don't own a Jeep. I, I do own a need a Jeep now, but I didn't at that time own a, a Cherokee. I'd never had a Cherokee before. And I just, I thought a V8, you know, it's automatic. You just stomp it and it'll downshift when that's not true. Like nope, if you right. don't manually do it, these things are retarded. They don't right. know how to act. So, so this was, this was pre Dex. Yeah. Um, this was pre Charles. So we didn't know, we only knew that the VIN class, like everybody was sleeping on the VIN class. Yeah. So we were like, man, we got to get a part of this because it's like everybody that ran the VIN class, they they come across the finish line and they get out and they look like they had just gotten off a ride at Disneyland. I mean, they're ear to ear smiling and it's like, I just had the best time of my life. And I feel like everybody's sleeping on the VIN class. Yeah. It, it definitely needs to be looked into because it's, I, I it think is we fun. need to get we need to find somebody to get behind that class to maybe pump a little little because the, the 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 payback on it is just what entry fees I think I don't know I, I don't think it's just entry fees but I think if if we had somebody to put some guaranteed money behind it right even if it was just a five hundred dollar to win kind of deal I think you'd get some more locals at each park you go to. Right. Uh, and, and get some more people in But it. that's what's so puzzling to me. Like, everybody you go to, everybody wants something that they can afford to race. Like, oh, I can't come out here and race with you all with all those all this money you've got invested in these things. And I completely understand that. But I literally paid $700 for a race, a running I don't, Cherokee. I don't think that's the issue. I think it's the Friday. I completely agree with that. Yeah. That, that, that person that we're looking for yeah. might be able to afford the $500,000 Jeep. Yeah, but might not be able to afford to take off work on Friday. Right. That's exactly yeah. right. And I would I, I, I would like to see the like, and there's usually not that many competitors, so like kind of squeeze it in because I don't think that usually I feel like the longest run in the VIN class. I feel like they're waiting on me. Like everybody else gets in and out, and they're pretty fast, and then it's like, oh. Dan's running now's a good time to go get you some snacks at the, at the vendor booth and then come back and then we may be rolling over into like the vin or the stock class. I, th- I think they could run that on. Uh, I think they could run that on Saturday. I think. I think so. I think that's what Clive is scared of. Clyde's scared of though, because I'm afraid if I think he's afraid if he does run it on Saturday, there won't be just four or five people show up. There'll be fifteen or twenty, and he's going to have to figure out how to then well make all that work. We've got a pretty good schedule. Uh, you know, he starts early. We usually get over with <coughs> fairly early. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think there's time for it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have Have you got one, or you just want to? Well, you I just want to roll with the, that. The, the only thing I can think of was probably. It's been many years ago before uh, I started driving for you back in the day. Uh, it was my my two seater chassis, and man, that thing it was heavy. It was it was one of like Pruitt's first chassis that was ever built. That thing probably weighed three thousand pounds. It seemed like, and just underpowered. But we gave her all she had, and we're actually running that same hill tomorrow. But I just remember Charles sent me some footage of it, and it's like I'd go up and I'd flip, and it'd roll over all the way down the bottom, and land on its tires. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit, here we go, land on the tires. So I got to try it again. I mean, that's just my mindset. And I think I hit that hill like four or five times before it ever and flipped. 
before it ever flipped over on its lid and then they ever had to roll me back over i remember the footage and if i'm not mistaken that i think two different times either bill or somebody else like starts to come down the hill and they're like oh he's on his wheels he's <laughs> they like scrambling to get back into their spot and they can't even get back because he's, he's already coming back again yeah and that, that's probably my most memorable uh, other than like the reason we have all the safety precautions that we have now you know unfortunately that event happened year before last here and we had just left and and then i got a phone call stating what you know what went on um you know for a lot of the guys that know that's when the, the accident happened with wes yeah that uh that was a bum deal that was definitely i think everybody's probably most memorable uh for, for the wrong reasons right uh i've never felt so helpless Right. In I, all my life, we were, we were, I was standing basically where I'm at now and watching all that happen. And you couldn't, there's nothing. Yeah. You right. know, there's a thousand people between me and him. And I right. felt like I should be doing something, but there's nothing that I could have done that those, you know, right. it's just a bad deal. Right. Yeah. It was just, it was bad. It was a fluke accident. Yeah. And I don't think that anything could have prevented that. It, what, you know was meant to be is meant to be um the only good thing that come out of that was you know all the safety precautions that came out of that now and i'm glad that they're in play yeah and and then um you know even this park's always had a lot of emts firefighters they they come they set up they let their status known that they're here and i'm just glad to see that at, yeah. at an event yeah so the thing i noticed uh this weekend is is there is an abundance, probably more here than anywhere else. Right. There is an abundance of EMTs and firefighters and whatnot here. And and I applaud them for coming. However, uh, I don't care if you have a hundred. If they're all standing up there under a tent together, they're doing us no better than, than the they were that day. Right. We've got to get those guys spread out amongst the course. Um uh, and and you know we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. Um, I think like some sort of and and this wasn't me. This was this was Tasha. This was her idea. I think some sort of uh, safety council, some sort of safety meeting. We need to appoint some people to at least have some discussions to see how we can move forward as a series to make sure all that's in place. Well, right. <laughs> I think that number one, um, us as racers, we probably should come together. And if we don't feel comfortable, like if if there's no EMT EMT present, yeah, we, honestly, you probably shouldn't race. And it's it's hard to it's hard to to put people on the on the courses we run. It's hard to put people everywhere, and it's hard to put people everywhere, or e- even in places where they have quick access to everywhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then you fight also when you think about it too. Like, how is that? work with the insurance you know if everybody's on video like they they don't want anybody on on the hills that you know isn't trained or kind of as far as responding to an incident like they are the first responders but how do you safely position them in ways and places and areas for them to be able to get to you to help and you try like for me you would want to try and strategically place the manpower that you have at the places you think you will need them maybe right but even then it's a crapshoot. Anything can happen at right. any time on these 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 race hills. So right. I mean, but I do think it's something that needs to be uh, addressed more openly. 
Right, and I don't necessarily think that, like, they do a great job of when we're at the line making sure that we're buckled, we're harnessed, uh, fire safety equipment. Mm-hmm. We now have in-car, um, I don't even know what the thing's called. but you, The fire suppression. You, yeah, the fire, fire suppression. You got me a couple of those things for different cars. And so if there's a fire inside the car, this thing comes on automatically. Um, so they, they check that out, make sure everything's good to go before they send us off. But like you said, if they're all stationed over here in the corner, it's not going to do us any good if something happens 600 yards away. And I'm not saying that they need to be there for recovery, but it would just be nice to have them spread out. If no, something yeah, happened. and, and, and I, I may be picking right. on these guys right. because they, you know, like I said, they there's more of them here than, than there is right. most other places. And, and it may just be misdirection. You know, it's just and like, it hey, be. you guys just get on the hill, and, and they – they may be trying to get out of our way. They don't oh, want to yeah. be where they're not supposed to be. So they're looking at their safety as well before they look at ours, in which that's the smart thing yeah. to do. I remember they were all here last year, too, and there was yeah. some confusion last year about where they could be and be safe. Right. And, and I remember they had the hose all out and everything, like, ready to rock and roll yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah, they're doing probably the best <clears throat> that they can, but I think right. we need to find ways. <clears throat> and if the course uh, is impeding – if a hot course is impeding them from being where they need to be, then we need to reroute the courses. Well, or at least, or at least, yeah. least maybe give them a couple of different little headquarters yeah. on the hill. Yeah. Like, well, hey, guys, we're going to be running this left side over, so let's get half of you stay on the right side, leave the middle open, the rest go on the left side, just in case there's a fire, just grab a fire extinguisher. You know, that's, yeah. that, that would be comforting to know. But, I mean, other than that, you know, those guys do a really good job. I've actually – of course, I rolled over today, and those guys were there snapping fingers. Yeah. And, you know, they were making sure that I was okay. First thing that they asked was if I was okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that if, uh, if you know, like Wildcat, there's not a whole lot of hills on a lot of the race hills to the right that we race. There's not a lot of, excuse me, not a lot of trees on the hills. So, there's nothing for them to be safe behind. So, even if in that scenario, maybe we could take a excavator or something and put it out there where, Right. I would much rather them have a place to be able to hide, something to hide behind, even if it, a bouncer does roll down the hill and roll into it. At least yeah. they have something to protect right. themselves. It's uh, it's it's tough what we do. It's not like we're on a set course every weekend. Right. Everything's different every weekend. All the hills from day to day are different. And so I'm sure they're doing probably the best that they can, but I, I, there's always – guys, it's not been that long since uh, we were running the bouncer class with no fire suits and those uh, – non-dot rated axle helmets yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And foam, so foam neck foam neck yeah. rings yeah. so i mean it's 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 evolving as we go and maybe right. they can figure that out yep. okay you guys have downed me enough um no doubt i'm gonna yeah. tell i yeah i want to hear this my i've got two one is pretty straightforward i want to tell my my most memorable uh the first is is back when i tried to race we built the buggy this was the park that we unveiled it and done our first race and i was nervous as you can possibly be i remember that day yeah it was bad uh we, we did finish both hills though uh and i've talked about this before clyde at that time was putting out a uh it wasn't a spreadsheet it was a it was a, an image that they built that they put out and uh usually there was a, a two column deal it was a left side and a right side and my goal was to always try and finish on the left side. <laughs> well, if you finished on the right side, you were really slow or, DNF. or you DNF'd. If you finished on the left side, then you weren't 
horrible that day. I've been on both sides many times, but yeah. I only run five races. I was on the left side of that sheet that year every race. I feel like you weren't giving it your all then. I wasn't. Because you would have ended up on that DNF somewhere. Well, I, really I listen, I turned there. over once at Dirty Turtle, and then I got lost. Yeah. And uh, I just sat there and waited until somebody told me where to go. That's my gig. They should have probably timed me out because I just, I literally just sat there. I was like, somebody's going to have to tell me. I ain't quitting. And uh, I'm going to just put her here and park and yeah. be outside and tell me which way to yeah, go. Yeah, that's exactly what I've done. Uh, but the, the more fun story um, so Pro Rock had a race here. Um, I'm trying to remember if it was the first time Pro Rock was here. It was right uh, after. It was the same year as that. And we had built my buggy and we built the endurance car. And we were going to run the survival series and the endurance car. Tyler was going to drive up. Right. And so we came here that weekend to race the survival. I wasn't going to race my uh, uh, Razor. We were just going to do the survival. Well, that happened to fall on my birthday. Dun, dun, and dun. Um, so, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh we went uh we, we we went and done a lot of pre-running that night and it was me and tyler and my my dad was over here in his four-seater and we were all running this course till the i mean absolute wee hours of the morning me and levi carter i don't know how many laps on the survival course me and him put on my buggy uh, we lost a cooler down here out of the bed of my dad's four-seater because he was trying to keep up with us running those razor buggies. And then uh, Tyler, who was driving the uh, survival rig, he uh, he was running. They had some water brakes built in some of the course. And I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. But he come through there and cased one of them real hard and hurt his back. Right. So Tyler was in, in, in pretty good pain. So he come back to the rig and and went to bed well he left me alone with uh levi who, who was uh you know from carter's off-road now formerly of lnw mm-hmm. uh and chet golden and chris ambergy and uh well we we put some more laps on the buggies <laughs> i drove somebody's honda talon i don't know whose it was <laughs> i was in it with chet and I had never driven it. This is when the Hondas first came out. It's the only one I'd ever seen at the time. It was the first one. And uh, I was riding. And those things, I don't know if you've ever drove one. They ride like shit. <laughs> I mean, absolute shit. But the faster you go, the smoother they get. Okay. So we were chugging along through these trails back here. And the thing was just hunching back and forth. And just, just uncomfortable. And Chet looked at me and he said, If you don't put your foot in the fucking throttle, you're going to walk deal motherfucker it ain't mine <laughs> we were going i put it in third or fourth gear and we drove it for all it was worth the next morning somebody come dragging in the sway bar we didn't even know we'd lost <laughs> they're like we think this is your all's we found it back there on the race course but anyways we done that for hours and hours and hours and um chet doesn't drink he's yep. smart Chet drank that night. Oh, he made a mistake. It was my birthday, and I wanted Chet to celebrate with me. 
So every time, and we were drinking Fireball pretty heavy at the time, and uh, every time I would take a shot, I was like, Chet, it's my fucking birthday. Let's just take a shot. So right. we took shots. And anyways, we rode around to way past bedtime, and then they all decided they wanted to go to Waffle House. So me and Chet and um, Levi and Chris and uh, there was a couple other people in there. I don't, I don't, we all got in trouble and we've done been through this. I don't know if they have or not, so I'm not going to say their names. <laughs> <laughs> but we all went to the Waffle House. Uh, Chris Amberge hijacked the Waffle House and was singing karaoke to the jukebox in the Waffle House. They had a jukebox in the Waffle House? Yeah. And some kind of uppity Waffle House down here in East Bernstadt. It was it was pretty nice. Apparently, and was, um, was pretty. Nice. It was pretty nice until we were there. Uh, the police said that that is not what we were supposed to be doing in the Waffle House. So they politely asked us to leave. Well, I have a question. Why was there a jukebox there if you can't do that? Well, I know, right? <laughs> like, why put music in Lame. an establishment as fine as a Waffle House? Yeah. What if are you you're supposed not to do supposed while your to sing karaoke. I mean, what are you supposed to do while your food's cooking? Uh, God, it was so bad. And and then on the way back, we were in somebody's Ford truck, and somebody let Chris and Bergie have the aux cord. And there is a metal album out, like metal music, of children's songs. So on the way back, we were all singing our ABCs to um, like heavy metal fucking death thrash <laughs> metal your abc's yeah it was like abc's and mary had a little fucking lamb and all kinds of nonsense like that and it was all live streamed on facebook oh, oh that's where while this was happening yeah no wonder y'all got in trouble yeah that's where we lost it yeah and then uh levi kept talking about the buggy and he wanted to he wanted to race it and jump it and i said well there was a dozer still sitting here and i said uh we need to, uh, we get back, let's steal that fucking dozer. Build some jumps? And we'll build some jumps. Hell and we'll yeah. jump that son of a bitch. So the dude in the Ford truck kicked us out. Like, get out of my vehicle. He was <laughs> over us. And uh, he kicked us out. And I told Levi and Chet and Chet, they were all stumbling. We were all stumbling. I said, boys, I'm going to bed. Hell with this. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, I'm going to open the door to my toter. And I turn around and look. Levi is in the dozer. The son of a bitch is running. He's got the blade up in there honking the horn. He said, no, we're building jumps. Oh, I love this. Well, somebody got in there and got his keys away from him. So anyways, we um, we ended up, that was about 3 or 4 in the morning. Mind you, survival race at 7 a.m. Oh, that is the bad part about survival yeah. right there. 7 a.m. was the pro-am race. We were the first ones to kick off. Uh, Tyler was hurt. So he felt uncomfortable racing. He looked at me and he said, you've got to drive it. And I said, what? Did you say, where's Levi? I said, <laughs> dude, like if you just seen Levi Carter driving my buggy last night, that's who you want in this deal. <laughs> that's right. That's what I'm saying. He's ready to build some jumps. But I, I was like, dude, if I drive this car, I'm going to throw up in your helmet. <laughs> I'm not going to make it past the starting line. Yeah. Like and, you, uh, you want your helmet smothered and covered? Yeah. <laughs> so we had another boy with us that was working with us at the time, and I said, can you race? He's like, no, I, I don't I don't want to. <laughs> I was like, well, technically you're working, <laughs> uh, and technically I'm paying you, so 
at least go make a lap or two. So we ended up sticking him in the car. No test time. Where was I? I would have loved to have that opportunity. Well, no, probably not because he lost power steering uh, on the first lap, I think. And then he got stuck in the hot pit the rest of the day. Are you all racing, Dan? Okay, so this was – my, I think this is my first survival race. Okay. I know there's a picture of me on Facebook that uh, Black Dog posted. Oh, it was raining the next morning. Shocker. Yeah. And we were standing over at a driver's meeting, and I'm holding a Dan Carter umbrella, and I look like hammered death. <laughs> and so for, that was uh, – we don't do birthday parties at events anymore. Yeah, I'd say uh, that. That's bad. Uh, I almost got divorced. Uh, Chet got in some serious trouble. Uh, Levi, bless his heart, I, I don't think he, I don't. Nobody gives a shit what he does. But uh, and then Ambergie is just Ambergie. So, but but yeah, that was. Uh, what about yeah. the unnamed gentleman in the Ford truck? Well, I I think, I, I think he's. He knew that they were having too much fun. He's like, "Hey, there's no fun to be had here. Y'all yeah, get yeah, out." Yeah. He yeah. he he. Uh, well, the I, police he, had already been there. Yeah, and, I mean, so I mean, that's a good sign to maybe call. <laughs> there it was, the uh, God, Levi was. We were dropped. The reason the police got called is Levi was. Uh, he asked the girl at the Waffle House if he could see her booty hole. Oh. And she didn't like that. Yeah, that'll that'll do it right there. And but that was about the fifth different. We stopped at the gas station. He asked that girl the same question. Nice. So that's not on the menu. At no, the no. Times. I think that's what got the law called. I don't think they cared about the karaoke so much. Yeah, I think that's an immediate nine one one or police. Yeah, it was bad. Thing. It was like, bad, boys. Show, show me your butthole, and then it's like the girl calling yeah. the cops, ordering pepperoni. I'm pizza. so <laughs> I'm so glad we can edit this out. Oh no, it's staying. Oh, well, yeah. We are off the rails, and no, it's okay no. to oh, get Lord. off the rails every now and so again. So there goes my sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I want to tell you about something really cool happening April 26th through April 30th. The Southern Bounty Series is invading top trails right in the middle of Earnhardt Country in Talladega, Alabama, for their annual spring mud jam. There's going to be mud, music, machines, and all sorts of racing, culminating in over $41,000 in prize money. On Saturday, 12 noon, Bounty Hole. Saturday, 7 p.m., Hill Climb Racing, featuring last year's defending champion and your favorite co-host, Dan Carter. Guys, it's going to be an awesome weekend. Rock Life Off-Road will be on site with our vendor trailer, so stop by and see us. April 26th or April 30th, Southern Bounty Series, Top Trails, Talladega, Alabama. This, this park has always been a blast. I mean, it's always been a muddy mess, but for some reason, we always come out on top and have a good time. Yeah, it's, that's, it's a good place. Muddy or cold. Yeah. Last year was just cold. It, uh, it's springtime, man. Springtime in Kentucky. I know, man. Trust me. I fight it every day when I'm with work, so I get it. Springtime in Kentucky. It's kind of like same weather we get in Alabama. It's like 8 o'clock in the morning, it's winter. And then about lunchtime, it's spring. Uh, hour later, it's middle of summer, 100 degrees. And then about an hour later, you're like, okay, where's my coat? It's, yep. it's back 30 <clears throat> degrees. Your all's, your all's ground drains a lot better down there. Yeah. It's like sandier and stuff. Ours is just a mess for like two days when it pours the rain. When it's 45 right. degrees yeah and you, you and i are both kind of in the same same line of work and it's it's wild like down there like if it rains we're we get rained out the day and like sometimes if it rains like torrential downpour i think 
I can't remember what year. It wasn't this long ago, but I can't quote me on this, but like Alabama's average yearly rainfall is like 50 something inches. And the first three months of this year were like 48 inches. So we almost got the whole average rainfall yearly rainfall in just a few months well maybe they'll get it out of the way then and yeah maybe maybe so but like up here like you you get like a good rain then that puts you out a day and that's tough when it yeah. comes to being self-employed yeah it puts you out that day and the next day right. and so that's what's hard on us for like when they ask why well, we don't race more and it's hard, very difficult for us to travel on wednesday or thursday right. to race on friday it's yeah. tough for us gotta make that time up yeah yeah it'd be one thing if i had a bunch of employees hanging out but no it's just me and, and one other gentleman so yeah it's it, hard it, it'd be what it'd be yeah that's right fortunate enough to be able to race at all so yeah that's what i'm saying good times tomorrow's gonna be fun uh dan running bounty you running do you bring the razor oh i'm running bounty i'll be first off the off the line and it's gonna be a muddy mess late entry yeah that's right we're gonna throw him out there first yeah unless well i guess whoever i'll be the first one to go the wrong way yeah I, i can't remember how it happens like if usually number 13 decides who goes he'll be first first now, and last. now if 13 just it, decides if they want to go first last or 13th okay the, the, so whoever's first whoever's gets first decide. decides yeah okay he'll be first yeah i'm sure they'll throw you to the wolves he'll be first listen i got no problem with going first yeah we looked at some lines earlier like it's it's gonna be a fun course like it's long but it's gonna be there's, there's some technical driving well we're, we'll uh you know like i said we're recording this at wildcat uh we'll uh by the time this comes out i'll add a little uh on the end of it and and everybody will get to know how how tomorrow went right so uh we'll get that recorded and we'll get this put out but uh hopefully it's uh good results for both of you guys maybe you can share some some podiums tomorrow I mean, I'll feel good if I just get one completed course in, really, that... Um, it's tough here. The bounty lost. class is tough here. Yeah. Uh, just getting up that, that, that one uh, rock over there, depending on how you hit it. <clears throat> Man, I, when we looked at it earlier, that rock doesn't really scare me that much. Uh, we've been up that one before. But the ones over there that, that are on the right-hand side, we've got to go up that one hill that's all the way to the to the right portion, but it's the one all the way on the left side. It's got a it's got a couple spots in it there. It seems like it's been washed out a little bit. So I think it's a little, going to be a little bit more difficult this year than it has been in the past. So I'd like to see them uh, try, try to reinvent these hills over here. I don't know. We've run the same general deal here for the last two or three years, and exactly. and I'd like to see. There's not a whole lot here to pick from, so I'm not. I'm, I mean, they're doing the best of what they got. So right. uh, I'm just glad we got a good 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 spectator area, good vendor area, good place to to watch races, and you can see as a spectator, you can see all of it so if you guys uh if you ever get a chance to come to wildcat and watch a race this is one of the best places to uh to come do it uh guys i guess we'll wrap that up uh dan glad you uh got your truck fixed and was able to join us this week right yeah that i'm i'm thankful for all the support that i had just over that little hiccup like i had people offering to come get my junk and take me to oklahoma but it was one of those things that unfortunately we had a breakdown in the semi long story short it, it was a fluke it was uh, the act, act accelerator pedal went the gas out. pedal gas pedal went out I, pedal. I had to go about three hours out of the way one way to get a pedal three hours back and it was just one of those things that wasn't in our cards for the weekend and i finally listened to all 
all the signs that were thrown at me of not to go race that weekend. And once I kind of surrendered the thought of going to race, it just it seemed like everything started lining back up for us. So, but yeah, well, we're, Braden, we're Braden run for you out there, and he, he done he done good. Uh, Braden and Dustin Havens stepped in and 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 got us some points. Right, uh, did good. Braden's coming on doing doing well. He done well today. Uh, I think he just worried a bunch of people, honestly, because like yeah. you've been such a staple here over the last couple of years to go at every so, race, no matter if it's out west when, or not. When and, and 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 I'll still try and wrap this up real quick. When was your first probably uh, race with the National Rock Race Association? Ooh, man, I I'm going to say maybe 2017, maybe 2018. I run a lot of pro rock stuff to start out with just because it was local to me. I, I was too afraid to jump in with, at that, that time it was Southern Rock. So I knew those guys traveled all over the place. And like with my work schedule, you know, unfortunately things didn't line out that I could just go and, and race every weekend and be fully committed to the series at that time. And uh, I'm going to say... I don't actually remember my very first SRS race, but I, I believe it was in 17. I got to looking at the UTV field the other day, and I think outside of DC and Brandon, uh, you were probably one of the longest tenured right. drivers. Probably. In the series now, that 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 still runs, you know, there's some guys that will sprinkle in here and there, but but that run pretty consistently. So so to see you miss Disney, right, right, it hurts. Something you know, everybody yeah. knew, and something was going on, right. and they wanted to make sure you was yeah. okay. Yeah, I, I was just uh, like I said, I had messages and phone calls, and man, just people like telling me, I just throw it on pickup, or man, I will send somebody there to come pick you up. It's, <laughs> it's like, man, I would love that. I appreciate the opportunity, but it's. Sometimes, like I've, I'm old enough that I know when something doesn't feel right. Even after I fought it, like first thing it started out, I thought it was the batteries. Like the, this newer model semi, everything's electronic on it. So I mean, it starts hiccuping. I'm an old school guy. Like if it's carburetor and fire, fire fuel and air, it's about yeah, all yeah. You know, I know what to do. But dude, when it's like I was going down the road and this thing just kind of fell flat on its face, I was like. This ain't like old Pearl just to let me down. You know, something's got to be definitely wrong. And, uh, you know, first thing I do is I pull up, you know, my my phone. I'm looking at what could be going on. And then there, the uh, diagnostic thing on the, the dash said uh, ECU needs maintenance. And I'm like, oh, shit, I know enough about these things to know that ECU means computer, and I am not a computer guy. <laughs> so, uh you know then i was like okay what do i need to do so i, I kind of googled it and it was talking about reset the ecu so i need to take the batteries loose on the truck and let it sit for 10 minutes or so kind of reset the battery so i was like okay that makes sense so i pulled the battery box off corrosion everywhere and i'm like perfect thank goodness there's my issue took all that apart put three new batteries on it cleaned everything up like put brand i mean it looked brand spanking new back to the battery box Got all that stuff put back together, jump in the truck, get back down on the road. Just a few miles later, just it did the same thing. And uh, I finally figured out you can, because the truck's smarter than I am, so I was like digging through this diagnostic port thing on the dash, like the portal, and it gave me this like a 16-digit code of oh, the Lord. maintenance. So I, I Googled that, and then it said accelerator pedal. I'm like, 
makes sense to me. So so uh, took the accelerator pedal loose from the pin, and I looked down. There's like all corroded as well. So I was like, ah, this isn't good. So clean that up, put it all back together. Still nothing. So I I ended up tracking one down several hours away but with the state of the world now at least you were able to find one no doubt. right yeah so, so we that's were, we were ecstatic about that and then too we were able to limp the truck back back home we weren't too far out of town but limp the truck back home to where i could work on it without being on the side of the yeah. interstate it uh me and zach was talking the other day and, and it's it's better it happened to you where it did you could have been uh somewhere in in, in arkansas or, right. or whatever so uh Glad you got it fixed. Glad you're here. White. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you coming on. Definitely um, appreciate you. You're, you're more than welcome to tell we'll make you a regular, bud. I don't care. Yeah. Well, just good. wait till I tear something else up. There'll be something else to talk about then. We'll, we'll, we'll laugh at you a little bit along the way. Probably about, you know, what, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock tomorrow. We ought to have, ought to have something to discuss. Anyway. Uh, check the Rock Life Off-Road and the Out the Top Media uh, TikTok <laughs> Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, we'll have highlights of Wyatt Wilson yard selling his whatever it is tomorrow. Uh, well, we're going to try to go for it tomorrow. <laughs> We've been absent for a while, so I mean... Show I mean, up, show out. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not points racing. Show up so. and show out. Get that money, bud. We'll do it. Alright, guys. There it is. Wyatt Wilson on Out the Top. Thanks, guys. Done. Good job. Show me your butthole. (laughs) All right, guys. Hope everybody enjoyed that uh, part two with Wyatt Wilson. Uh, Like I said, before we got into that, I wanted to readdress a few things. Um, So in that little episode there, I kind of – I may have got a little hard on the – on the fire department over there at wildcat i want to say that on friday um you know whatever i said i said uh they did seem like they were all just ganged up in one spot but now on saturday guys uh they were spread out i don't know if uh somebody else noticed that and said something to them but on saturday they did an excellent job so whatever they had going on, they, they definitely addressed that and fixed that. So they've done an awesome job, and they continue to do an awesome job, and I'm glad that they're there. Uh, I wish every park would step up and, and get some, uh, um, you know, some extra EMS people on site. They do a really good job. Like I said, I was just – I was kind of hating on them a little bit because they were. I mean, on Friday, they had 30 people, and they were all standing in one spot. Now, on Saturday, that was not the case. Uh, so they'd done, you know, they, they got it together and done an awesome job on Saturday. Uh, you know, props to those guys. They do a wonderful job. It's a, it's a thankless job, a job I would not want to do. So, uh, I'm glad to see that they got some direction from somebody. Uh, don't know who that was, but props to them. Uh, like I said, I just didn't want to seem like I was coming down on them. And then, then when they, when they done the right thing, uh, I want to make sure that they get the credit for that as well. So that's, uh, you know, good, good, good on them. And like I said, maybe I was a little hard on them. Uh, it is what it is, but I'm glad they got that straightened out. So, um, before we get into the rundown this weekend, I've got, uh, as many of you guys know, uh, L and W fab has been with our race program since, the beginning actually for me uh they were one of the first sponsors when i when i built my buggy back in 2018 19 
uh, they stepped right up. At the time, it was Chet and uh, Chet Golden and Levi Carter. Uh, they stepped right up, you know, made sure, and they have been continuing to make sure ever since then that we have what we need to uh, race uh, for our personal machines. You know, it's it's the brand I trust, and it beyond that. Um, through our connections, I've gotten to know some of the other people um, through LNW, and they had some some bad news this weekend. And I'm just going to read this straight off LNW Fab's Facebook page, um, and then we'll take just a moment for for you know to let this sink in a little bit. It is with deep sadness that we let you all know that Morgan Barry and Amy Thompson's daughter has passed away this weekend. Morgan was a daughter, granddaughter, sister, niece, cousin, and friend. She was one of the sweetest people that you could ever know and loved her family immensely. She was a big part of the team at LNW. Many of you have probably had the opportunity to speak with her, had your parts packaged by her, or had the great privilege to watch her grow up in and around the shop. We thank you all for your prayers and messages that have been received, and we ask that you continue to pray for Barry, Amy, Jake, and the Thompson family in the days to come. We love you, Morgan. Like I said, that's straight from the LNW Fab Facebook page. I'm not really going to elaborate on that. Um, I don't think that I met Morgan uh, personally, but I do know Barry, um, and I know a lot of the guys down at LNW, and and this is uh, pretty devastating for them. So, uh, guys, keep them in your prayers. All right, guys, we're going to get straight into the rundown now. Uh, there was a little bit of racing. It was an off weekend for the National Rock Racing Association, but we had the Adventure Classic down at AOP, which is a qualifying race for uh, – they're having another event this fall for some big money. Uh, so they had that going on for the UTVs. Uh, they had Boggs and Boulders down in Alabama. And then, uh, of course, the San Felipe 250 uh, we'll start right there and I'm just going to take this straight off the, uh, Polaris razor Facebook page. There's so many, um, classes in that race. I'm not going to sit here and go through them all. Uh, Polaris factory racing team debuted with a pro open class win with Craig Scanlon. Joel Bolton took his XP 1000 to the top spot in pro NA and Annabelle Lopez grabbed the win with his pro stock in his turbo R to top things off. Wayne Matlock was third overall in his factory supported razor pro R and the plaque polaris factory racing team landed all four pro r factories inside the top 10 so that's a pretty good debut for polaris factory racing uh looks like polaris pretty much brought home most of the trophies out there at the san felipe 250 uh and the adventure classic like i said top 15 advanced there was about 30 entries in each class uh the stock or stock appearing class cody carlock took home the win with brian hamby in second and aaron nunley in third uh rock off driver braden upchurch took home fifth uh, so he'll be transferring into that fall event in the unlimited class, Tyler Gibbs, Tyler Gibbs and Aaron Nunley and Nathan King are your top three bogs and boulders down in Alabama. Uh, another event I think is hosted, uh, you know, busted knuckle has a lot to do with that and busted knuckle brought home some trophies from down there too. So, uh, UTV class Cooper Bentley took first place, Ryan Edwards in second, Matt Myrick took home third place, Chad Gill. Uh, was your winner in the bouncer class with Scott Fulcher in second and Matt Myrick 
took home third in his busted knuckle off road chassis. Also, they had a, uh, you know, I was talking to Matt last night and he let me know that they did have a powder puff class and Mrs. Busted Knuckle, Danny Myrick, took first place in that uh, powder puff class driving uh, Matt's UTV. So congratulations to those guys. Good weekend for racing. Um, uh, we're probably not going to have a, a podcast next weekend probably or next week probably won't have anything to put out um if we do have some racings we'll just do a uh a, a bonus episode with the uh uh rundown get you guys some results something something quick and easy uh then we have hot springs coming up in a couple weeks for the national rock racing association's return uh pro rock racing is going to be at rush off road uh the week after that and then we move to the Southern Bounty Series in Talladega, Alabama at Top Trails for their Spring Mud Jam. There's going to be a bounty hole on Saturday as long as as well as a hill climb Saturday afternoon at 7 p.m. Now, Dan Carter, our everybody's favorite co-host, is the um, uh, reigning champion of that event. So hopefully we can get Dan back down there. Uh, Rock Life is going to be there as a vendor. So, guys, if you're in the area... Uh, come check out Top Trails April 26th through the 30th. Uh, we're going to be there. It's going to be a good time. So, anyways, I hope everybody enjoyed Wyatt Wilson Part 2. Uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. This episode is brought to you by Rock Life Off Road. Check us out on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok.